and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour Live once again, wrapping up 2017, four days away from jolly old St. Nick coming down the chimney and leaving all kinds of little presents for the kiddies out there. Yes, uh, it's no longer a religious holiday for most people. Just a sign of the times. Another one, again, not a good one, but it is what it is. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, though. We've been here over 20 years. We've been right here uh, doing this show. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, the physical delivery of wealth insurance, legal, lawful, constitutional tender. You know, our founding fathers were really, really intelligent people. I believe that. <laughs> because they wrote the greatest doctrine in the history of of at least this world. And today they they want to pick and choose, don't they? Don't don't you feel that way? They just wanna they wanna pick and choose what parts of the Constitution they wanna follow and, and I've just got this this uh incredibly horrible feeling we're gonna find out why it was the founding fathers wanted the money to be gold and silver uh depends on where you are in the age scale if if uh if you if you're going to live a little while and by a little while i'm i'm going to i'm going to put uh you know 10 years on it if you if you're not going to be here within the next 10 years you may get out of it <laughs> and not have to learn the lesson. Everybody else, we're probably going to have to learn it. We'll break it all down for you. The website at allamericangold.com, the best around. Uh, make sure you make it part of your favorites. And, and it's not, you know, the funny thing is, is we, yes, we sell gold and silver. This, we pay for everything when you call and order from us. I mean, that's just how we do it. That's why we like, I don't care if it's, uh, you know, a roll of dimes or, 20 proof American gold eagles. It doesn't matter, big or small. It all adds up. And we we put that website together for one reason, to educate everybody, make it part of your daily routine, keep you in the know to what's going on. Uh, a special welcome back to Ramon. Uh, the guy's a stud. He, As you know, I asked for your prayers, and they, they, they were answered. He is back to work today. Uh, he only missed one day of the website. You know, he had a, you know, a pretty good excuse. He was in the hospital, you know, with a uh, massive infection because we're guys and we don't take care of things <laughs> like we do, like we're supposed to. But uh, he's back today, so welcome back to Ramon and uh, happy, happy holidays, Merry Christmas to everybody. If I forget to say it tomorrow. Remember our schedule. We are off Monday and Tuesday this week, Monday and Tuesday next week. So uh, just make sure you you make a note of that. We'll be back on, on Wednesday each of the next two weeks. Uh, already the phone's ringing again. We still have some proof gold eagles and actually quite a few uh, proof one-ounce American gold eagles, 1350 bucks. Uh, silver's unchanged today, 12, uh, 1260 I'm going to round up here, $1,266 uh, right now on gold. 
uh, approved Gold Eagle, and I'll get into the details a little more. But I'm telling you right now, I've never. I've, it's incredible. Uh, $1,350 on a proof one ounce American Gold Eagle. Like I said yesterday, you, go out, you can buy these straight from the mint. Their price is a little, little more than mine. They're at fifteen hundred and sixty. Uh, so thirteen hundred and fifty bucks on proof gold eagles, twenty or more. I'll throw in the shipping. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Jobless claims are out today. It was up twenty thousand. Not, I, I don't know what to make of it. You know, the, the jobless claims number now. It's not your. You're, the jobless claims we grew up on because so many of the jobs now are you're ineligible for jobless claims right you're a contractor uh you're 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 a temp worker uh something to that effect where you don't get to uh file jobless claims but it was up 20,000 but still not 245,000 uh people lined up at the unemployment office for the very first time we had the Philadelphia manufacturing and the Chicago manufacturing. Uh, Philly was up, Chicago was down, so that kind of washed in the wash. Then we had revisions to third quarter GDP. We're going to spend uh, some time on this because, you know, we all want to hope, and in, 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 uh, with the tax cuts being passed, that, that we'll get another year of growth. So we got to look at third quarter GDP. It did get revised down lower uh, not by a lot, but the devil's in the details, and it doesn't. It, it's interesting. I, I was I was surprised, but I shouldn't have been surprised. Uh, it, we we call it the plug number. I'll break all of that down for you as well, and then uh, USA Today, big headline in in the USA Today, Washington headed for a trillion-dollar deficit. And I remember I told you I thought it would be 2019. Uh, it may be 2018. Uh, and we'll talk about the reasons for that as well. Uh, and then one other thing we're going to talk about is population, where people are moving to, and maybe more importantly, what states are people leaving? Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dot. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour at 800 uh, we still got about 70 proof one-ounce gold eagles. Uh, and, and I know for a lot of you, you're like, wow, what? You don't buy proof. You, you told us, don't buy proofs. And that, you know, that's one of the, the great rip-off coins uh, in the industry. You know, when you call the competitors... When you call the people on the TV or the people that advertise for the free report or the ones that tell you you buy gold at cost and all that stuff, their favorite call, the call that they want to get is, I've got a lot of money, all right, I want to, I want to, you know, spend 50,000, 100,000 and I don't know anything, They love that call. And they have these really good uh, salespeople that talk you into to spending hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars over spot on products. And, and the, the proof gold eagle's always been one of those. And like I said yesterday, this is a coin that a, an a- 
average price. Okay, and I told you, you know, today you go out to the Mint website, $1,560. And you're like, but gold's only $1,266, $294 over spot. You know, and that's it. average. That's why we never sell them. You know, and it is, listen, they're, they're great. They, they come in a, uh, a, a, in a blue box, and, and, and it has a certificate of authenticity in it, and, and they're all, you know, the, the Mint only makes, you know, like a couple hundred thousand of them a year, and, and what makes them a proof coin is they, they, they put, you know, whether they amp up the pressure on the, the, the press, or they press it a bunch of times, but I mean, it, it has a, a, it's a, more shine to it. I mean, it's a really nice looking product. It's a, it's a great looking product. It's still only an ounce of gold. I don't care how nice it is. And we have always paid, you know, gosh, probably a hundred to uh, two hundred and fifty dollars over spot for one. You know, because people do have them. We'll buy them. So to be able to sell them at, what are we, $84 over spot, it, it's incredible to me. And I know we've sold a lot of things that, you know, 2017 will go down in the history books as the, if not the greatest, maybe the only better time would have been if you were able to buy $20 gold pieces like Liberties or St. Gaudens and somehow keep them in 19. 19- 33 because you know 90 days after they confiscated the price went from 20 to 35 bucks of course no one could keep them but nonetheless the best time ever since it's been legal to own gold again in the United States I mean they they they've only been minting proof gold eagles since 1986 and so in the in the history of proof one ounce American gold eagles. This is the cheapest I've ever seen them as we're in relationship to spot ever. And you think about, you know, gold used to only be, you know, three hundred, four hundred dollars. Even when it was, you know, two hundred is did the low, two hundred and fifty some odd dollars. You could not buy a proof gold eagle for eighty four or eighty five dollars over spot. You just it just wasn't gonna happen. Uh, so to be able to do it today, I highly, highly, highly recommend it, even though it is not in our typical wheelhouse. Right? We like the older uh, collectible without paying collectible prices. That's why we sell the Liberties in the States. But just so you know, the Proof Gold Eagles are just like that. They are a collectible. So the the government sells them that way. That's why they come in the box with the cert and all of that as well. Uh, but one ounce American gold eagles, proof gold eagles, uh, thirteen hundred and fifty bucks at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And again, that puts us in the in you know the leadership of uh, the cheapest prices in the country. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So let's go to to what came out today as far as third. This was third quarter GDP. 
Uh, it did get revised down, uh, but just a tenth to 3.2%. And, and as I started off the show, are we going to benefit or how much are we going to benefit from this this tax cut? Uh, and I said yesterday, I hope Moody's is wrong and I hope the Federal Reserve is wrong and that we do better than what they say. So the the uh, the government released the initial number during the third quarter, which came out to 3.3%, got revised down today to 3.2%. One of the things that caught, and it caught my eye because it did it in the second quarter and it did it again in the third quarter, when the initial numbers came out, for th- second quarter and third quarter GDP, they had big increases in motor vehicles, and they and they they do uh, motor vehicle and motor vehicle parts are one category in the GDP numbers. So I was actually surprised that the second quarter and the third quarter didn't get revised lower. Right, and you know those are those. That's been the two quarters of the three percent GDP because I know that that's not true, right? Because we know you look at Ford, you look at General Motors, you look at all right. They're all cutting production, and and or car sales are are less this year than they were last year. So so it doesn't add up. All of that got explained today. So the initial number got revised lower in every category, including automobiles, okay? And and there is only one category that went higher in the revisions. So when you look at all of the, the categories, you have motor vehicle and parts got revised lower. Then they have other non-durable goods also got revised lower. Furnishings, durable household equipment, food and beverage, other durable goods, so you have other non-durable and then other durable, financial services and insurance, food service and accommodation, recreation services, other services, transportation services, housing and utilities, recreation goods and vehicles and other, clothing and footwear, gasoline and other energy goods. Okay, That makes up the personal consumption spending of GDP. So when you think about your household all of the spending that you do gets put in one of those buckets. So when they revised GDP, oh, there, there was one I left out, by the way, and there's a reason why I did. All of the buckets I just mentioned got revised lower. Obviously, motor vehicles got revised lower by, by the most. 
but yet the GDP only got revised down a tenth because one item, one group, came in much, much higher. And that had to do with medical expenditures. And when you look at what happened, it was really amazing the increase in medical expansion. Uh, the third quarter GDP growth in the first ed- uh, estimate for the health care piece was $7.6 billion. Okay, That was the 3.3 number. And, and they had vehicle sales. Uh, at over $15 billion for the quarter. In the latest revision, it went from $7.6 billion to $22.1 billion, or an increase of $14.5 billion, uh, which, by the way, according to the the number today, Health care now contributed over $2 trillion worth of growth. And I'm laughing, in the quarter. So if that was every quarter, that'd be $8 trillion, right? The economy is not even $20 trillion. Uh, Are we really at that point? It is about to surpass what has always been the number one driver of GDP, housing. Right, and obviously, think about it, you know, the average house is, you know, uh, what, 250000 If it's new, it's over 300000 I mean, it's the biggest purchase anybody's ever going to make in the history of their life. And housing, by the way, just to show you the difference, $2.017 trillion in, in health care spending, Housing was $2.046 trillion. So, I don't know if that's right or not. I'm just telling you that this, they're calling this the plug number because they did it really in the second quarter and again in the third quarter. And obviously I missed it in the second quarter. I didn't see it. But I wanted to point it out to to all of you because it really does impact about what's really happening. And according to the the two quarters of 3% GDP growth, it was all done on the back of us paying more for health care. Now, I don't know what that's going to to mean for uh, the rest of GDP next year. But the fact that we're now saying health care and housing are the two biggest pieces, uh, is, is that's a big change. And, and really, when you're talking about adding, you know, hey, it was $7 billion. Oh, wait, no, it's $22 billion. I mean, really? We missed it by that much? <laughs> Even automobiles, which I knew was too high, was only, you know, they were too high by 2 or $3 trillion, or 2 or three, two or $3 billion, excuse me. So it's one of those things where I'm not sure. But it does really fit, though, if that number was right, why we're struggling, right, to pay bills, right? And you think about what Moody said yesterday about why they don't think there's going to be the great boom in economic growth because
because we're falling behind on our bill. So you got that piece. So I wanted to put that out there. I think that's, uh, I don't know if that trend continues or not. If that trend doesn't continue, then obviously the GDP growth was a lot weaker than we thought, which may end up leading to next year's number. Hey, maybe that we don't get the, the bigger spike that I'm hoping we're going to get. But in reality, maybe we did. It just got hidden over by some huge jumps in health care costs. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how it shakes out. But it was pretty interesting. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's only interesting to me, right? Because I'm like, you know, how can you miss, if this is as big as housing, okay, if we're, we're got to believe that health care is now as big as housing, you missed it by almost three times? Hey, we said $7 billion. Oh, we really meant $22 billion. I mean, that's an incredible miss, isn't it? Speaking of missing, we're going to talk about debt and what the USA Today had to say about it when we return. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Hyatt. If there's one phrase to describe Americans today, it would be fed up. In April 1999, America's circumstances were only slightly different. We had a two-term liberal president who directly lied to the American people and pandered to anti-American globalists. Most conservatives had about as much Bill and Hillary Clinton as they could handle. So Phyllis Schlafly spoke up for conservatives around the nation with a plainly titled article, I'm Fed Up. She pointed out fundamental hypocrisies within the Democratic Party that still exist today. The first hypocrisy is the left's self-proclaimed moral high ground. Conservatives are commonly accused of having a holier-than-thou attitude, but liberals are the true culprits. What could be more hypocritical than Bill Clinton, the supposed male champion of feminism, suppressing stories of sexual misconduct through his powerful position? Or Hillary Clinton personally targeting those women and calling them liars on national television? Liberals who claim moral superiority should be more careful when choosing their champions. The serious scandals that have rocked Hollywood this fall are more of the same. Phyllis also pointed out the hypocrisy of liberals calling for non- or bipartisanship when things don't go their way. Of course, they called on Republicans to be bipartisan when they didn't have the majorities, but Democrats fell in line for a fully partisan vote to save President Clinton from being removed from office. Similarly, Democrats criticized Republicans for not being bipartisan in their efforts to repeal Obamacare, yet Democrats trampled any bipartisan input when they were passing it in the first place. Calls for bipartisanship from the left are no different than calls for party unity from establishment Republicans. They only say things like that when they know they're losing. If Democrats and establishment Republicans were smart, they would read the April 1999 Phyllis Schlafly report. It expertly captures the sentiments felt by Americans in the age of Trump. We reject the left's fake moral assertions. We reject their pleas for bipartisanship and party unity as they drown in a sea of their own deceptions. In short, we're fed up. 2017 marks 50 years of the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, mailed, broadcast, and posted online to millions of Americans eager to follow her traditional conservative perspective. We continue that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. 
archiving the past, addressing today's key issues, and staying alert for the future. So bookmark phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Backwards, use words like no, sir, yes, ma'am, back. 800 Gold just went positive here, up a dollar, 1267 uh, so even a little better deal right now on those proof one-ounce American gold eagles. I don't – I I would have a hard time – it's possible, I guess, that sometime maybe you could buy it for, you know, a little closer to spot. I don't ever see that happening. Uh, but, it, but it is – you know, obviously anything's possible because if you would have told me up until yesterday – if you would have said you could do it, I would have laughed at you. Uh, but, again, I think the reason why you need to take advantage of it, uh, we most likely won't see uh, an event like this again. Uh, proof, one-ounce American Gold Eagles with the box, with the cert, uh, 1350 bucks. If you buy 20 or more, I'm going to throw in the shipping, 800-951-0592. Right now, a proof one-ounce Gold Eagle is cheaper than a regular Gold Eagle. I mean, yeah, that's that's a messed up market, so take advantage of it. 800-951-0592. USA Today. Washington headed for a trillion-dollar deficit. 2018 could be the year the dam burst on the federal deficit. Now, let's not kid ourselves. Okay, remember when when Trump was won the election and they were talking about how the deficit, by the time he uh, was going to go into office, right, we got to $19.5 trillion. And when Barack Obama... Had, had taken office, it was only like $11 trillion. You know, and you did math, and you're like, hey, wait a minute. We've been added over a trillion dollars a year to the deficit for eight straight years in a row. But this is, again, they have two two sets of books up there in Washington. Like any good criminal organization, they probably actually got three or four. In June, the Congressional Budget Office, and this probably has a lot to do with me asking the question, how could we miss health care spending by that much? How could you revise down every single category of personal consumption except for health care and only have GDP be revised down a tenth because it was such a big miss? The Congressional Budget Office predicted that the government deficit was going to fall to $563 billion. <laughs> right? And, of course, you've never heard that come out of my mouth. right? I kept on, no, it's going to be a lot higher. And of course, remember last year, the good number was $666 billion. And the actual number was we were I think it was one point one trillion, I believe was the actual number. That are the budget experts now. Apparently the Congressional Budget Office isn't very good at well, and I'll tell you why they predicted that in a minute. Say they now think twenty eighteen could exceed one trillion dollars 
because of a series of bills passed in quick succession and decisions to scrap an already weak limits on spending. Now remember, we don't have a budget yet for fiscal year 2018, even though we're getting ready to end the first quarter of 2018, and Congress is supposed to kick the can down the road again, I think, to sometime in January. The tax package Congress sent to the president is going to cut government revenue by $135 billion in 2018. And by the way, 2019, it'll decrease revenues by $280 billion. Uh, that's by the uh, the Joint Committee on Taxation. That's where those numbers come from. On top of that, so you, or you're like, okay, well, we got to add $135 billion to whatever number we had. On top of that, Congress approved emergency disaster aid bills, totaling $15 billion in September. And $36.5 billion in October. Yeah, you know, you would think we would budget for that stuff. <laughs> right? I mean, because they do happen enough. This week, lawmakers wanted to add another $81 billion. Of course, you know, you know, California still on fire. I think now that fire is now the largest ever in the state of California. And obviously the hurricanes in Puerto Rico and Harvey and Irma and Maria. That spending needs to be added to the 2018 deficit. And then the CBO's original estimate, so the 563. Hey, we got to add 135 billion from the tax cuts. Then we got we got to add because they didn't have it in the budget 15 billion. In thirty-six point five billion, and then another eighty-one billion. That already, by the way, that number brings it to eight hundred and thirty. The deficit was going to go down. The reason why they said it was going to go down, it was assumed the adoption of Trump's original budget proposal that was in, uh, done in March. Which that didn't happen. And I don't know why they would use uh, uh, something that isn't factual, but, you know, it, it's government. They always like to do that. I got to, sorry, I got to turn the page here. They said in that budget, it had all those pending cuts. Remember, in, in, we remember, remember, he's going to slash the State Department, he's going to slash the Education Department, he's going to have all these cuts. Didn't happen. Spending levels for 2018 will not now will not be settled until January. Now, right? We just talked about that. Hopefully, they settle it then. But the negotiations that are currently going on in Congress aren't focused on how much they're going to cut, right? Of course not. No, they're they're actually debating just how much they're going to go. Uh, past the caps on domestic and defense spending. If you add that the economy is just not going to explode positively, now, right, there's the rub, is it or is it not? 
then you, we can easily see the deficit move past the $1 trillion mark. And, of course, that would be the good number. But that would mean the, the real number would probably be, what, $1.5 or $1.6 trillion. And this is what I said. Even if, even if we get three, even if we get, you know, four, you can't stop the debt train that's coming. In 2018, it's still not one of the big bad years. That doesn't really start go- go- going until 2019, 2020, 2021. Take Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. So you start at doing, you know, public school math. We, we haven't got, remember now, we, we want to increase defense spending. And we want to do the infrastructure, and we've got the budget still, all to add to this. Then you got to subtract out uh, some GDP growth. We don't know what those numbers are going to be, but it's going to be close. And, and here's the thing. It really doesn't matter if it's 2018 or 2019. We're going to get really close to it. You know, you think about the last time... We had the trillion number, the and the real number, or the real number, the, the 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 smaller number, the fake government number, right? We just had, right? We're in the middle, the throes of the Great Depression, and we had the war in Iraq and Afghanistan going on, right? And we ran at one point. We got what? One year we had that one point four trillion dollar deficit, and now. We've got an unemployment rate of 4.1. We're on our, what, ninth or tenth year of expansion. And we're going to have a deficit that is somewhere in the vicinity of a trillion dollars. And they want you to think it's going to be okay. Remember when I started the show, I told you there's going, there's a reason why our founding fathers wanted the money to be gold and silver. Because they knew what happens when you didn't. They would just keep printing. And eventually it goes to nothing. It's worthless. Right? I mean, really, the whole... Revolution, you know, representation without taxation and the Tea Party, you know, really it all had to do with the fact that they went to script money and then said, ah, you know what, It's not, we don't want that anymore. We, we ought to go back. And people got upset, and rightfully so. And we're in the throes of it. We don't want to admit it. But here's the problem. We haven't even gotten to the bad stuff. And and like I said, and I've been saying it now for, what, the last couple of years, I'm not talking about $30 right? Remember how the CBO got to $30 They thought the deficit this year was only going to be, I'm going to get the right number here, $500 and, what did they say, $560 billion. Now today, well, it's probably going to be a trillion. 
Uh, remember, while they were saying 30, I was telling you 40. Guess what? 40s may be conservative. And that scares the you-know-what out of me. I mean, we just went 10 years where we doubled it. We In the last 10 years, we went from 10 to 20. We did. Actually, probably went a little more than that. We probably went from 9 to 20, or maybe even 8. But let's just say we doubled it. In the next 10 years, we're going to double it again. And that's not counting some great big recession. That doesn't count some type of massive financial crisis. If that happens, it could get a lot worse. That that doesn't include some nuclear war with North Korea. Right? That just says, hey, let's just try to pay our bills. That's just trying to continue... Social Security and Medicare payments, which, you know, isn't it funny? They didn't, did, you, did you hear anybody even mention those words? Here's a tax cut, and we want to we add defense spending, and we want an infrastructure product, and we want to grow, grow, grow. Really what, really what they're talking about is, hey, let's just spend, spend, spend. I mean, you call it what you want, but nobody wants to talk about it. Just those two programs alone are going to be $3 trillion in twenty in 10 years from today. We'll spend $3 trillion just on those two programs. We won't even collect $3 trillion in taxes in 2018. And this is, this is on top of all the other things that are out there. One of those other things, Illinois... I hate to keep talking about them, but the numbers are out for the population change by state for 2016-2017. Nobody lost more people than the state of Illinois. And really, only about 10 states or so, 10, 11 states, had negative population growth. Because, you know, we're still growing. Uh, Texas, by the way, they grew by 400,000 people. They were number one. Uh, Florida was number two. California, that kind of surprised me. They were number three. Then it was Washington, North Carolina, Georgia, Arizona, Colorado, Tennessee, South Carolina, Nevada. Throw Utah in there. They had at least 50,000 people or more. And then everybody else was kind of, you know, somewhere between zero and 50,000, with the exception of New Mexico was pretty flat, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Vermont, North Dakota, Hawaii, Mississippi, Alaska, Louisiana, Wyoming, which I was a little surprised by, and then the two big losers, West Virginia, which my brother lives there. You know what? Remember, I keep telling you stories about my brother. He's like, no one can live in this state. Uh, And then Illinois, which lost... uh, over 30,000 people. Uh, And again, that just puts even more pressure on a state that already doesn't have enough money and everybody fleeing the state. I don't know what's going to happen. When when will the bailout of Illinois come? That's probably a really good question. 
Uh, I don't think it makes it 10 years either. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. Don't let today go by without p- picking up some of the. If you have the means, you know, I, I don't want to say it's, you got to buy it, you have to buy it. But you really do. If you have the means and you know I'm going to be adding to my hard assets portfolio over the next, right, 10 years, of course you're going to be uh, – Take advantage of this one. I think this is one of those ones that you're just going to be, man, I'm so glad I did it. Uh, a proof, one-ounce American Gold Eagles, and I hate to pitch it this hard, but I, I mean, it's that good. At $1,350, at 800 951 uh, gold's $1,267.10. Uh, silver's come all the way back. Now, silver's at sixteen, almost $16.20. Uh, I have about 12 to 15 rolls of silver eagles that are here in stock, uh, still at 380 Remember, I made that mistake last week, so I apologize for that, uh, which is 19 bucks. So, uh, you know, you're talking about uh, $2.80 or so over spot, another great opportunity. So we got proof gold eagles at thirteen fifty. We've got uh, rolls of silver eagles, and I don't have that many, but it, say a dozen rolls of silver eagles at three eighty eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And I know, listen, I want to be excited too, right? Right? The, the tax cut. Listen, the only you know what I regret about the tax cut is I'm not a one percenter. Heck, I, you know, even a 5%er, you, you know what, I, I could have saved a bunch of money. Am I going to save a few dollars? I am, right? And most of us will, initially. Is it life-changing money? No. Will it cover the cost of my what, it, my, what my health care is going to go up this year? Because it goes up every year now. Probably not. Close. But despite all of these things, and we want to talk about this great stock market and all, and which it's been great, understand what really is happening. And really what is happening is we're spending like never seen in the history of the world type spending. Right? We're going to, you know, USA Day, somewhere near a trillion dollars this year. Right, with an unemployment rate of about 4%. What happened? Right now they're talking about, nobody's even talking about cutting, and all anybody's talking about is what, spending more money. And, and realistically, there's no number that I can, you know, like I said, even at 6%, I don't know, <laughs> still goes up. And, and the, 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 the part that's even scarier is what happens now. We're in that period now where every year it's just hundreds of billions of dollars every year, no matter what we do. And that's the part that really, when you think about it, Social Security and Medicare, how can it get any better if the unemployment rate's only four? Right? That means everybody that you know is working, and we know. 
A bunch of people are never going to work again. Why is there still 42 million people on food stamps? Simple. They're never going to work again. Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. One more show before Christmas. Everybody take care. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Get all that chopping done, and, and we'll talk one more time.